Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Ryan, have you got that Friday feeling? <laughs> Every Friday. There's also the Thursday feeling. But <laughs> <laughs> There's a feeling for every day, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, weekend is almost here. I can almost smell it. And yeah. I'm looking forward to doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I totally feel it, except uh, I also happen to work on weekends. But that's a whole other story. Listen, you know, the in the build-up to the weekend, uh, just browsing through the news, a couple of things picked up my attention. One of them is slightly older than the, the, other, the other story. But uh, Didi Chusing yesterday, um, wow, what a start. Uh, second biggest or biggest listing from China since uh, Alibaba back in 2014. This is all happening with the backdrop, of course, of the CCP 100th anniversary ah, yes. yesterday. Uh, I think it's valued at $650 billion almost, something like that. Well, we have the latest market cap for Didi Choosing at around $80 billion. And this is last night, day two of its mm. debut. So it was on day one, a strong start, but a poor finish. On day one, it was up by over 28% at one stage, but only closed up by 1%. One, yeah. And then if we go to day two. That was a bit more, um, well, better. You've got... The last closing up nearly 16%. Quite a good start. Good um, day, day two. Mm. And I think part of those um, reasons we can look at is how the broader market was higher. And investors just looking at what might be some of the recovery plays that could benefit so people maybe taking more rides. So that is one of the tailwinds or factors that could have lifted the likes of DG choosing. So something of a bit of a well, turnaround per se, to look at DD choosing, if we uh, see how that's playing out for some of these IPO stocks. And also worth noting, uh, a couple of IPOs happening this week. We've got Krispy Kreme. They <laughs> went online yesterday and they jumped by 20%. Wow. So if you're a donut fan, you've been contributing to Krispy Kreme's coffers. <laughs> I know, and certainly my family is. Yeah, big time, <laughs> big time. Look, the other one that that caught my attention uh, a little bit more, uh, a fresher story, shall we say, is uh, overnight we uh, saw 130 countries uh, agreeing to a global corporate tax of about 15%. I mean, that's going to net them $150 billion a year. Uh, it's quite nice to see kind of so- international solidarity for once. Yeah, that is um, interesting. Uh, global minimum tax. Um, so we have, of course, in the prior month, the G7 talking about it, the US pushing for it, and now the OECD framework, 130 countries have signed up for this global tax reform. So what it means is those US tech giants, which have been in focus of the uh, tax reforms, the likes of Google, Amazon, Facebook, mm. Apple, they will be taxed at a rate of at least 15%. So this will be one to watch when it comes to um, the Wall Street action tonight, whether there's going to be any pressure on these tech names um, because they will have to pay more. Mm. The bottom line might be hit. And also worth noting, some countries did not join these agreements. And no surprises. Ireland and Hungary, I read there. Ireland and Hungary, because they currently use the tax system to their advantage Mm. in terms of attracting these multinationals to their um, territory, territories and countries. So that is one, I guess, data point to highlight that there are still 
divisions when it comes to tax um, implementation. So that is something that will be further discussed come the G20 meeting later this month. Yeah, keep an eye out for that one because uh, it's going to net a lot of money. It's going to upset these tech companies as well. But it's been on the cards for a while. I think uh, President Joe Biden has been uh, really pushing for that one, hasn't he, uh, to try and get more out of these companies. Yeah, you have to get money from somewhere if you want to spend it. And yeah, they well, exactly. have a huge infrastructure package they want to roll out. So the money has to come from somewhere. Absolutely. Uh, well, talking about the US, the IMF has uh, upped their growth forecast, hasn't it? They have. And the latest forecast, let's run through the numbers. The US growth for 2021 is expected to come in at 7%. So the IMF raising their outlook from three months ago, which was at 4.6%. So this new um, 7% outlook is the fastest growth pace since 1984. So that is a big change in the space of three months. And they say part of that reason is Joe Biden's infrastructure package, among other things. So if that goes to plan, they think that is enough to spur growth to new levels. And going to 2022, they have also raised their forecast. Um, 2022 expected to grow at 4.9%, higher than previous forecast of 3.5%. Well, uh, I mean, that's uh, good that uh, after all that's been happening, that that uh, forecast is certainly helping the United States. But- yeah. So jobless. A bit of a rosy outlook being painted by the IMF and maybe mm. some support coming through from the jobless numbers which have painted an encouraging sign for the jobs market. So if you look at the initial jobless claims coming through, it is now a new pandemic era low, 364,000, the lowest since March 2020. So that is an improvement from a prior month of around 51,000. So looking to ahead to tonight's non-farm payrolls for June, that will be another indicator for the jobs market that the investors will be watching very closely. How about our good friends at OPEC? Uh, they were going to get together, weren't they? And uh, that's not really going to happen now. They did, and they need more time to <laughs> talk. And what's happened is we were looking out to see whether they would increase their output and this, according to reports, is now painting or pointing to how they will likely increase output by 400,000 barrels per month, or rather per day, from the month of August to December. So that is actually below the expected forecast of 500,000 barrels. So with that report making the rounds, we saw oil prices jump 2%. Uh, because the supply would not have been as much as what the market was expecting. And then in the backdrop, it is going to be a bit of wait and see because Mm. the OPEC Plus meeting delayed for another day because they need more time to talk. So we will not get the official decision yet until at least maybe tonight. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out for that one. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll also be talking about it next week. Uh, let's look close to home. STI right now, what's it doing for you, Mark, uh, Ryan? All right, let's take a look at the numbers. Yesterday, it was um, a nice um, move upwards, 1.3%. And today, this morning, it is extending those gains up 0.4% at 3,136. And looking at the STI, only three in the red and pretty much nearly 20 in the green, right at the top. SIA is up by over 2.4%. SETS is up by 1.5%. 
So these aviation-related counters doing well alongside Genting Singapore up 1.2%, a hospitality play. So you can kind of tell there's a theme going on here mm-hmm. uh, where it is maybe going up on the back of the good news yesterday coming through from Health Minister Ong Ye Kang, who said that we might be able to travel by the end of the year. Oh, fingers crossed. So this is on the back of how vaccinations have been going well. Yep. And he says if enough is reached um, by the end of the year or soon, we could start to open our borders to a few places. And he, uh, he's outlining the United States, Hong Kong, some parts of the European Union mm-hmm. as maybe some of the holiday destinations you could start to consider. Without uh, and then without the fear of uh, having a two week or even mm. longer SHN, right? Doing away with the quarantine or SHN, so that will be a turning point, I think, for the tourism sector. And I think that's why you are looking at the likes of SIA, Sats, Genting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the banks are up as well, so that is um, an encouraging or a good booster for the mood for this Friday. Well. That is a nice way, I think, Ryan, for you to end proceedings and give us a bit of a positive outlook ahead of the weekend. Uh, that's Ryan Huang. Thanks very much with Market View. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.